Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. It's another game day edition of Flyers Daily. And welcome to your Friday edition, game day edition, the 28th of February of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Before we get started, let me tell you that you can feel the force yeah, and join the Flyers for Star Wars Day on Saturday, March 14th and travel to a galaxy far, far away with a special in-game movie-themed content and take home an exclusive Star Wars Illustrated poster to secure your tickets. Do so now at PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. Game day edition. What a great weekend of hockey this is going to be. You got a home and home with the New York Rangers. The rags in town tonight. 7 o'clock at the Wells Fargo Center. And they are still playing great. They are getting the job done. They've now won five straight games. They're tied in points with the Carolina Hurricanes. They're two points back of the final wild card spot, which the Columbus Blue Jackets hold. And now they're just five points back of the Flyers. And each team has played 63 games. It'll be three games in four nights for the New York Rangers. So the Flyers decided advantage. They've been off for a couple of days, but they get the Rangers tonight at 7 o'clock. And then they get them Sunday at Madison Square Garden at high noon. And it's going to be a great weekend of hockey here in Philadelphia. Quick look at the scoreboard from Thursday night because we had some games that uh, affect the standing. So we'll give those to you first and foremost. Just mention the Rangers. They went into Montreal and beat the Canadians 5-2 to two in that game. The uh, Also, the Maple Leafs beat the Florida Panthers 5-3 to three down in Sunrise. The Bruins ended up beating the Stars 4-3. to three. Um, and the Islanders actually lost in overtime to the St. Louis Blues, but the Isles pick up the loser point, and the Washington Capitals got shut out in Winnipeg, 3 to nothing. the score of that one. So uh, a couple of uh, interesting outcomes there and how it affects the standings. Here is how. Let's give you the updated wild card standings right now. The Caps still with the number one spot in the Eastern or Metropolitan Division of the Eastern Conference with those 84 points up five on the Flyers. Flyers do have one game in hand on the Caps. Flyers one point back of Pittsburgh, who lost two to one on Wednesday night in LA to the Los Angeles Kings. The Pens have now lost four straight, while the Flyers in the third spot have won four straight and 79 points. One point up on the New York Islanders. And they've now, that's the games in hand. They have played 63 games, as have the Flyers. Columbus has the wild card number two with 76 points, but has played 65 games. And then Carolina at 62 games has 74 points. And the New York Rangers uh, through 63 games has 74 points as well. So that's where the standings are as of right now. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to get to a conversation that I had with Kendall Coyne Schofield. The women are in Philadelphia for a great exhibition of hockey this weekend. And she'll give you all the details on that coming up in just a moment. But the Flyers and the Rangers tonight at the Wells Fargo Center. What a huge game this is going to be. And uh, we'll see if uh, Henrik Lundqvist actually gets a start in this game uh, tonight. And we'll see if he gets in there because Georgiev played, uh, played last night in that win, that 5-2 win. And uh, obviously, Igor Shostorkin is hurt for the New York Rangers right now, was in that car uh, accident, uh, The I guess it was Sunday night into Monday, got in that car accident with uh, Pavel Bushnevich, and he's got the rib issue that he's dealing with out a couple weeks at least. So we'll see if the King gets the crease in Philadelphia on a back-to-back. That's even more compelling. I love it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Flyers and Rangers Friday, 
Friars and Rangers on Sunday at the Garden. What a great weekend of hockey it's going to be. But let's get to Kendall Coyne Schofield. The women are in town. A great exhibition. And we know that the integration the NHL has used recently with uh, integrating the women's game into the All-Star game and All-Star weekend. They were part of some of the skills competition. They were also did the three-on-three challenge. Uh, the women, and obviously the year before, uh, Kendall Coyne Schofield herself was in the fastest skater competition, and she opened a lot of eyes to a lot of men around the world that didn't know that women could skate like that. So right now, here's my conversation with Kendall Coyne Schofield. And joining us right now is Kendall Coyne Schofield coming to town for a great event in Philadelphia. Women's hockey is absolutely blowing up across the United States and USA hockey. They'll be in town this weekend for a great exhibition tournament. Kendall, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Um, boy, I, I tell you, my daughter's playing women, girls hockey now. She just started. And the, I, I'm at the rink all the time for my son as well. And the growth of the women's game is so freaking awesome to see. And you're a big part of that. What, what's it mean to you to see all these girls playing now? Yeah, I think it's, it's incredible. And I go back a little over 20 years ago when the U.S. team won gold medal and the spike that uh, that victory had for girls and women's hockey in the United States. Uh, you, you flash forward 20 years and a lot of us that were on the ice in Pyeongchang were inspired by that group of women. And uh, now here we are as women with our own gold medals and inspiring a next, the next generation to hopefully follow their dreams, whether that be in a national team jersey or just picking up skates for the first time and um, having fun with the game. But, um, you know, Billie Jean King always says you need to see it to be it. And for us, uh, it's so important for us to be in the community, accessible to these young girls and inspire them to, you know, play the game that we all love so much. Yeah, it's so great to see. And uh, what what did it mean to you real quick? Um, In 2014, you win the silver in Sochi, but then you come back four years later in Pyeongchang and you win the gold. The culmination of that must have been incredible. Well, Jason, I have to correct you for two seconds there. We don't say we won the silver. We say we lost the gold. Um, But um, but to be honest, you know, losing uh, losing in Sochi uh, was was heartbreaking. And to be honest, coming home and I didn't want to face anyone. I felt like we let our country down and all we wanted to do was win a gold medal. We put everything we we had into it and, and we came up short. And, um, you know, I, it was definitely motivation for the four years later in 2018. But getting on top and being on top is actually more motivation now to get back on top in, in 2022, whether I'm there or not, whatever team is there. Now that I know what it feels like uh, to be at the pinnacle of the sport and to put a gold medal around my neck, that's really acted as more motivation than when we lost back in 2014. And uh, but regardless, I've learned what the, regardless of the color of the medal, um, you know, it's important, but it's not. It's it's important to have your platform, know your worth, and and share that with the younger generation. When I when I when I'm out in schools and out in the rinks and kids, to be honest, they actually say I like the silver medal better. It's prettier. I'm like, oh, you're <laughs> breaking my heart. But uh, it just shows that um, you know it it might be it might be a physical medal, but there's so much more meaning behind it. And, you know, hopefully it's inspiring kids to, you know, chase their dreams. And what a great time to have that conversation too, as we celebrate 40 years ago, the miracle on ice and uh, the growth of the women's game uh, right now is just absolutely incredible inclusion in the NHL all-star game the last two years. And and you were the first one with the fastest skater competition. And I think that for some people, you really opened their eyes about how, how the women, can play this game at such an elite level. That had to be a great moment. 
It was an incredible moment and, you know, kudos to the NHL, kudos to the NHLPA and the players that said yes to that moment. And I truly believe that without the product that women's hockey has put on the ice over the last 15, 20 years and the increase in skill, the increase in speed and the increase in talent uh, that we've seen day in and day out in the women's game, that mo that moment doesn't get approved. That show goes on without Nathan McKinnon skating and no one would have known the difference, but I was in the right place at the right time. And if there was someone that could do the fastest skater competition, uh, speed is definitely my asset. And I was happy to be there but I'm happy to represent the girls and women's community um, for the sport of hockey. And like you said, it, it definitely opened up a lot of eyes. I think it changed the perception of the way people viewed the women's game. And hopefully it encouraged more people to want to get out and, and watch women's hockey. Uh, it's not as accessible as, as we hope it is. And we're fighting for that. And, you know, we're excited to come to Philadelphia uh, next week and to be able to showcase our product. But uh, that was, a, it was an incredible moment and it really, it changed my life, but I ultimately, and more importantly, it changed the lives of, uh, so many young people and old people who picked up picked up the sport of hockey for the first time after uh, seeing that 14.346 second lap. Well, you got it memorized. You were absolutely buzzing on the lap. And yeah, the turn's perfect. Um, let's talk about the event this weekend. Uh, there's four teams. You're on Team Decker. Your game is going to be at 7 o'clock uh, on Saturday. Uh, first game at 4 o'clock. All the games are going to be at the uh, Skate Zone, uh, February 29th through March 1st. What can people expect to see uh, with you guys playing here this weekend? Oh, expect a, a high, fast-paced um, game. It's it's a unique situation where the teams are are mixed up, so we haven't been practicing with each other, uh, you know, routinely like a normal team ha has been, but. We've been together all year long with the Professional Women's Hockey Players Association. So every time we get together, we know this is an incredible and unique opportunity to showcase our product. And the Philadelphia Flyers, the Ed Snyder Foundation, have been tremendously uh, supportive of us coming. And we're super excited to come to Philadelphia. Um, we have our, our lawyers are actually Ballard Spar, so they're not far uh, down the street for our Players Association. And, and Philadelphia has been huge advocates for the women's game. And uh, there's a lot of U.S. and Canadians playing with and against each other. So I expect that rivalry to come out as well. Um, but ultimately, I hope there's a lot of young girls out there that, you know, get the chance to meet us and that might not have had the opportunity to do so before uh, next weekend. Yeah, we talk about great rivalries in sports and, you know, in Philadelphia, the, the Flyers and the Penguins, but make no mistake about it. The Team USA and Team Canada women's rivalry is unparalleled in sports. All the game is going to be here at the Virtuous Skates, uh, Center Skate Zone uh, in uh, Voorhees, New Jersey. Individual game tickets are on sale now. Weekend passes are also available. What you do is head to pwhpa.com and get all the info there, group discounts as well. Um, I can't wait for it. It's going to be a great weekend. Everybody's looking forward to it. And Kendall, uh, Nothing but the best of luck to, to the women's game. The growth that you guys are inspiring is really, is really amazing, and I love seeing it. More people need to be exposed to this great game, whether you're male or female. I see it happening at the grassroots level, and I really appreciate what you guys are doing for the game. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Jason. We're really excited to come to Philadelphia and we appreciate the support that, again, the Flyers have shown us through this event. And um, for those that aren't familiar, you know, the Professional Women's Hockey Players Association is really fighting for a sustainable future to impact those young girls at the grassroots level. So, we're, you know, the reason we're calling this the Dream Gap Tour is to close the gap between what young boys and what girls can dream about. A young boy can grow up and call himself a professional hockey player, make a living doing so, and, and have that infrastructure that allows him to be professional if he's good enough to do so. And right now, that's not the option for girls. We play college hockey, we graduate, and, you know, it's a full-time job, and 
you know, hockey can be your hobby on the side. So we're, we really want these young girls to grow up and be able to be professional in the sport that they love equally as much as maybe their younger brother or their friend um, who they're playing alongside with that's a boy. So, um, you know, we, we love the support and we're going to keep going. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to all the young fans and all, young and old, all the fans that will be out in Philadelphia next weekend to support us. Well, if it's any uh, judgment from your guys' resolve and all the women that you play with, that's exactly what's going to happen. Kendall, best of luck and thanks for doing this. Thank you so much, Jason. I appreciate it. See you in Philly next week. A special thanks to Kendall Coyne Schofield. Great stuff. And boy, in that fastest skater competition, she was tremendous. She's got serious wheels. And uh, great stuff going to happen here at uh, this weekend over at the uh, Skate Zone in that exhibition with the women's game. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And boy, it is amazing the growth of women's hockey. In, uh, in this country, it's been unbelievable seeing it at the rinks. I'm at the rinks all the time uh, for youth play, and seeing all the girls that are playing is tremendous stuff. Flyers and Rangers tonight at the Wells Fargo Center, and uh, we'll bring you all the action on Flyers Radio. Enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flyers Daily. We'll catch you on the next one. Enjoy your hockey, everyone. Yeah.
Yeah.